Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Pam Pryor. Pam, you are a virtual CFO and you are the CEO of ProfitConcierge.com. I am so grateful that, that we've connected. I love the concept of VCFOs. And so, and 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 I'm grateful to have this conversation because I, I truly believe that you know that any business owner should have um outside financial leadership or, you know, should, should bring in someone with that certain set of skills um, that is not innate, um, you know, interpreting data and so forth. Anyway, Pam, thank you so much for joining us. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me, Josh. I love what you're doing with this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. So profitconcierge.com is your website. And so when folks go there, um, what will they learn about the impact that you have in the world? What are you doing in the world? So I had the benefit of growing up as a finance person in corporate and corporate, basically fortune 50 companies, and then work my way down to mid-market. And now I'm working with entrepreneurs. So what I've been able to do is pick up the best practices and get rid of the others from everything that I've learned kind of getting to this point. And I realized when I started working with entrepreneurs that they're incredibly underserved by finance people. Either they are getting served by bookkeepers and don't know what else they should be doing. And you said it's not innate and you're right, but not only is it not innate, but we never teach this stuff anywhere. We never teach you in high school even to balance a checkbook, understand what it means to have savings, know how to work an ATM card. We never, certainly never cover it in college, high school, middle school, anywhere. So I think uh, entrepreneurs beat themselves up for not knowing this. And there's a lot of shame around it. But in truth, there's no reason they should know it because nobody's ever taught it. So a big part of what I do and what I bring to the table is helping them get past those fears, that frustration, the overwhelm. Sometimes they're ashamed that they don't know their numbers. We work to make sure that they're not and they understand why they don't need to be. But that's as important to me as the nuts and bolts of, okay, now here are the three tools that are going to change your life from a financial standpoint in your business. Yeah. All right. So Pam, when, when folks kind of come into your world, first off, you know, what would um, what's kind of the, the 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 audience that you typically work with in terms of company size or time in business, maybe gross revenues, size of employees? Like, how do you who do you typically serve? Yeah, so our our one to one client base, where we have uh, individual profit concierges working with the client, those are generally high six to eight figure entrepreneurs, been in business anywhere from three to four years. 
and relatively profitable, but they're either trying to scale or they're dealing with some sort of working capital issue, um, or they just you know really want to know that somebody's looking over this particular aspect of their business. However, we are working now also in a group format with much smaller entrepreneurs who are just coming out of the gate and really can't afford a VCFO, but we're able to get them all the education they need in a group format so that they can be financially savvy at least when they migrate from hobby to business so that they can really make that switch. And there are just a few things people need to learn and it's very easy to do. So we're doing that in a group and also providing them, you know, Q&A and all for those kind of businesses as well that are just getting out of the gate. Yeah. So tell me more about um, how your services work. Um, tell me, tell me, how does the group work? Uh, do, you, do you also work individually? Yeah, we work individually. So there's me and then I have three, four other profit concierges. So between us, we manage our individual clients. They get one-on-one attention where we're available all month for any sort of finance questions you'd ask a VCFO. Sometimes we do the bookkeeping. Sometimes we work with the bookkeeper to make sure the books are in good order. But the biggest thing we do is find out how an entrepreneur thinks about their business, because we don't want you to have to translate numbers on a piece of paper. Any piece of paper we're going to give an entrepreneur, any electronic file we send them is going to tell a story that allows them to make a decision in their business. So the point is to really turn finance into a useful decision-making tool for each entrepreneur. And everyone's different, right? Some people like pictures, some people like numbers, some people want details, some people want summary. So we cater to that in each one of our clients and really help communicate with them in a way that's most useful for them. Yeah. All right. So when folks come into your world, um, Pam, what do you what do you see as some of the common pain points uh, yeah. that they may have? And some of these may be like they know and some might be underlying. They don't realize, you know, uh, <laughs> they're, they're 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 running their business in a very suboptimal way. Yeah. And generally, when they come to me, they've hit some sort of recognition that either one of two things is happening. A very common was, I know my business is profitable, but I have no money in my bank. Okay. That's incredibly common. So that's one big thing. The second is, I've got a ton of money. It's going really well, but I want to scale because I'm exhausted. How do I do that? How can I be sure I can set up payroll and pay them and all of those things? And then a third one is, I'm out of money. I don't know what to do. Um, I've hit a I've hit a wall with cash. So those are the three big ones um, that I would say ninety percent of my client base has come to us with originally. And underlying that, like you said, of course, is really just helping dealing with the crisis or the question, of course. But what we really want to do is remove the worry and the stress about money from them, and that's really our secret angle is, yeah, we'll take care of this for you, but also make it something that you don't have to worry about going forward because there really is a very clear path, which is what the profit concierge uh, you know, IP is. And we do all this stuff behind the scenes and connect you where we need to so that when you walk out of this thing, you've got the confidence that whatever that question is, you'll be able to answer again. Mm. We don't necessarily set ourselves up, you know, we don't necessarily need to be in a business forever. We just need to get you to the point where you and your team can manage the business at the level you're performing. Yeah. You know, um, I I find like, for example, I, I, I see sometimes when 
our business is not performing at, at the level it should be. And I'm speaking specifically about maybe it's, you know, profits for the um, for the owner, for example. And it's really frustrating. And sometimes we ascribe that problem to very vague things, right? Yeah. When I believe that most, um, it's specifically in um I think revenue, for example, is it's easy to source that, right? Um, I think we can go back and say, well, look, it's not that complicated, okay? Because right now, here's your profit, let's say in in case of an agency, for example, Mm -hmm. right? So we can look very closely. This is your profit. This is your actual profit. You might think because you're charging this, but now when we start to take all these expenses that are involved in supporting that, your profit is actually only this. So you have to make a decision here. Either you increase that profit margin or you're going to have to try to make that up in volume. And and it's not more complicated than that. I mean, there may be some other factors, but that's what I like about a CFO is a CFO is going to give you very clear answers so that you know exactly what you need to do. (laughs) Yeah, like for example, what you just said is I tell people, hey, look, there are only two things that affect revenue. Quantity, price. And then there's Mm -hmm. another thing that affects profit margin, what it costs you to do it. And here's what happens is a lot of times we have a marketing team, we have a sales team, we have an operations team, and they are telling us legitimately everything they know about what these things cost. So an owner will put together that math in their head. Entrepreneurs are geniuses that way, truthfully. Mm -hmm. They know what the revenue is. They know the marketing team's telling them this is their ROI on an ad spend. They know that, you know, the operations team is telling them it costs them this to service a client. So in their head, they're going, hey, my profit should be 50%. But when they get the financials at the end of the month, the profit is 20%. So connecting those dots is what a really good VCFO does so that everybody's talking from the same page. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Pam, when you work individually with someone, um, is that expensive? Expensive is a relative term, right? (laughs) Um, Is it a value add? Absolutely. And it depends on the level of service that the person needs, what the price is going to be. So our prices, and I'll tell you right off the bat, our prices for one-on-one range from $1,750 a month up to $12,500 a month. So, you know, if that's expensive, yes. And the question is always going to be, do I invest in something and what's the return going to be? Yeah. to me. And that's an important question. There are some clients that are not for us. Some of them have enough infrastructure that I'll just say, hey, make these couple of tweaks and and you're set to fly. So a lot of it is just educating people on what they need to know. But yeah, so some say it's expensive. Some say it's the best deal in the world. And I have uh, my impression of, uh, you know, spending time with a a VCFO is uh, it's like therapy <laughs> to me. So much in, so. in what regard would would you agree that that is a little therapeutic? Here's how. <laughs> so I've got the benefit of having had a long career and worked with a lot of entrepreneurs and done a lot of my own development and growth over time. And and as a result, I have had to come to admit as a kind of hardcore, I'm a CFO person. This was a weird thing for me to come to, but I'm a coach as well. And a lot of that coaching is around the emotional and and intellectual blocks and issues around finance. So yeah, there's a lot of therapy going on. Um, but what's really cool 
And this is the thing that I live for is when that entrepreneur goes, oh my God, I can sleep now. I know this is under mm-hmm. control. And the value of that right there is absolutely exponential to anything you might have paid for it because all of a sudden that worry is out of every decision that you make, every conversation you have, every time you go to bed and you can't sleep. Once you're confident that you know the money's being reported properly and that you understand it the way you think about your business, having that monkey off your back is is amazing as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, It doesn't have to be painful. Yeah, right. Um, If you were to, let's say someone is for the very, very first time that say they're going to be starting a new venture and, um, you know, maybe they've been working professionally. Now they're going to start consulting and consulting can be a pretty simple financial, you know, formula for how they do it. But if you were to advise them, or maybe they are going to bring in some employees and they're going to handle a number of customers, what would you recommend that they do? at the beginning and do right, right mm-hmm. from the beginning. Like if you were to like, Oh, I'm so glad we're having this conversation right now. <laughs> like, what would you, what would you advise them? Yeah. So the thing, if they're going into this business with the intent to grow it. Okay. So let's migrate this from somebody who wants to do freelance consulting. They're going to do one or two jobs a year with, you know, 50 or $60,000 clients. All right. So let's put that aside and say, this is a freelancer. Maybe you have a high ticket one-on-one program for five or 10,000 or $20,000. And you plan to have, you know, 20 clients over the year, but you want to grow. Okay. If you want to grow and have this business support you, what I suggest right out of the gate bite the bullet, get a separate bank account for your business. You don't necessarily have to set up a business. You don't have to register if you don't want to, but set up a separate bank account, set up a second personal bank account, get a separate credit card. Start with the understanding that this business is a separate unit from you and that ultimately you want it to serve you financially, not the other way around. So that's thing one. And thing two is just get a bookkeeping system. There are free ones out there. There are very cheap ones out there. It's it's to your benefit because you can automatically hook up your bank accounts to it and not even have to think about it till year end. And you'll never have that moment when your tax accountant calls and says, show me the receipts and tell me what your expenses are for the business. Because it'll all be captured there. If you do those two things, your first year in business won't end with either a tax surprise or uh, just having no clue how much money you've made. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Pam, someone going to your website uh, and it's again, profitconcierge.com. What would you recommend they do? Like, how do they connect with you? How do they take the next step in the relationship? Yeah. So the best thing to do, I find, is to go to the tools tab. And there are a couple of options there, free downloads that absolutely will get you started on two very key things in your business. One is controlling your credit for the business for entrepreneurs that are just starting out. And the second is is looking at cash flow in a very simplified way. And what I tell people is nobody has gone through this cash flow exercise, which takes 15 minutes a week for 12 weeks. That's it. Nobody has gone through it and not found money in their business one way or another. Uh, in fact, with uh, when people have a one-on-one call with me to talk about my services, I actually guarantee them I'll send them a $100 Amazon card if they don't find savings in their business. And I've never had to pay out on it. 
Um, It's just one of those things. So that would be the first place I would start. Um, The other things people can do if they're in the the market for a bookkeeper, one of the hardest things to do is find the best bookkeeper. Mm -hmm. So if you actually go to go.profitconcierge.com, that'll get you to a free download that'll tell you all the right questions to ask if you're in the market for a bookkeeper. Oh, nice. I like it. Those those are the two places I'd start. Um, And for folks who are... um, in, you know, really ready to have a call, that kind of thing. If they go to that website, there's a contact form. My team will reach out and get us set up for a call to talk about what we might be able to do to help you out either with or without us. I love the conversations. I learn with every single one of them. Pam Pryor, again, you're the CEO, you're a virtual CFO, and you are the CEO of Profit Concierge, found on the web at profitconcierge.com. Thank you so much, Pam. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.